This is Nancy. And this is Dana. And you're listening to the NY Foodie Family Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of NY Foodie Family Podcast. This is episode 11. Woohoo! Woohoo! <laughs> and in honor of October being Seafood Month, we thought we'd start off this episode by talking about one of our favorite Westchester seafood restaurants. Is that Brothers Fish and Chips? Uh, yes, it is. So, for those of you who don't know, uh, Brothers Fish and Chips is located in Ossining on, I believe, that South Highland Avenue, also Route 9. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've probably driven past it a gazillion times. It's in a nondescript shopping center. Right next to a laundromat, and yes. that's okay. A- and a Mavis discount tire. You get your tires done, <laughs> wash your laundry, and have one of the best meals you're going to have. So there's actually two parts to Brothers Fish and Chips. The right side of the restaurant is the takeout side, which we've never actually done. But they seem to be doing some brisk business. Yes. So there you can get out, take out fish and chips and other sandwich type things. Everything under 10 bucks, probably. Um, I have no idea. Again, have never tried it. Now we have to. Put it on the list. <laughs> yes, this ever-growing list of things we need we're to do. We're never going to get to it all. We're, we're all mostly empty promises. We, we can do that. And then the left side of the restaurant is the sit-down, nice restaurant that we know and love. Fine dining. Yes. Absolutely. So Brothers Fish and Chips is run by two brothers, thus I believe the name, um, Elmer and Kevin Oliveros. And their food is not just seafood, it's works of art, really. Works of art. Beautiful plating. Made with seafood. Correct. And they do use locally sourced ingredients whenever possible, and their menu does change seasonally. Um, However, it is a seafood restaurant. So if you're not a seafood eater, I hate to tell you, then you're... Don't go looking for the chicken fingers. Correct. You're not going to find a burger on the menu or chicken fingers. It is really all seafood. And well prepared at that. Oh, amazingly prepared. So we were first introduced to this restaurant via our supper club. Since we go out to eat every restaurant week, um, one of our members uh, recommended Brothers Fish and Chips. And so we did. We were a little skeptical. Because we like big selections for restaurant week. Right. And this restaurant, Brothers, only had two choices. So there were only two different appetizers, two different mains, and two different desserts. So, of course, when we went, we just got both menus. Yeah. We're like, we'll I take got one, one you each, get one. and we get to try everything. Yeah. And it was amazing. Amazing. Just having the two was plenty. Exactly. Sometimes more selections, not more. And not always better. Not always better. But every single dish was delicious. And I think that's when we were first introduced to Brothers Octopus. Tell them about the octopus. Well, let me just say, 
the octopus prepared any multiple different ways has become one of our favorite dishes there. We've had it in all different types of sauces and whatnot, but it's always cooked perfectly. It's charred in spots, and I don't know how they do it. Tender. Tender? Yes. Um, if you've ever, ha- ever had rubbery octopus, this is not that. Absolutely not. So we, the first time, was it cooked in... I don't even remember how it was prepared. Duck fat? I don't want to say duck fat because that totally is <laughs> correct. But anyway, however it was prepared, we have come to love the octopus. So, you know. Um, so we've done restaurant. I've done restaurant week twice there. You've only done it the one time. Mm-hmm. And then when I was looking at the menu one day when the kids were with my parents or your parents over the summer, I noticed that brothers has a tasting menu and i was like oh my goodness we have to try that and you might learn by now tasting menus are one of our favorite things ever yes so we went and it was super reasonably priced i think it was five courses and the portions were full size ish (laughs) yes full size order Um, of mussels yes full size order of fish and chips a maybe half a lobster roll yeah half um but yes definitely large portions and it's not just like big portions as we mentioned earlier each dish is so artfully plated i mean he uh elmer uses um fresh flowers fresh herbs they have growing they have um what is that hydroponic is it yeah hydroponic herb garden right in the seating area of the restaurant um so you can actually see the herbs that they're growing so that was tasting menu number one correct and then on my recent 40th birthday happy birthday (laughs) uh my parents took us out to dinner and i chose brothers fish and chips and we did the tasting menu then Right. Now, we were just going to do the two of us. Correct. And we got approval in advance. Yes. I, I ma- wanted to make sure because I do know that when normally when you do a restaurant tasting menu, they really like the whole table to participate. They don't take kindly usually to outliers. No, it's just an, a timing issue yeah. and tasting menus are lengthier. Um, they, they, may, they may tell you to just go on your own with the menu if, if one or two people can't. Can't right. Get, can't get with the program. So we were planning on just the two of us doing the tasting menu, but my parents actually were like, wow, this looks interesting. We'll try it too. So I'm glad that we have made another, you know, set of fans of Brothers Fish and Chips because... They Converts. Were, yep. They were like wowed by the experience. So uh, give, a, give a little... Uh, what, what were the special features? There were fire... We had fire. Smoke. Smoke. Dry ice. Dry ice. Um, All hmm. kinds of gadgets for the smoke. Squid ink. Foam. Yep. <laughs> pulling, pulling out all the stops for sure. Yes. Um, so another delicious meal. Uh, I think my favorite, one of my favorite dishes of the night was the uh, lobster salad tostones. Mm, that was good. Yeah, I could have eaten like so many of those. 
um, and the Just octopus. Even, yeah, octopus. That also, you know, never fails. The octopus. Fresh oysters. Yeah, I'm not a oyster fan, but everybody else got to enjoy my my share. They were, they were, those were really good. And it was nice for the kids to see, you know, being able to finally visit a restaurant that we talk a lot about and see a tasting menu. If it wasn't for the quantity of food, they would have been, I think, in heaven. Doing a tasting menu themselves is just, man, how, how many courses do we have? Did we do a final count? It had to be up to 13. No, I don't think quite More that many. More stuff kept coming out. I don't think quite that many, but I think it's advertised as like a, a seven course and probably maybe 10 or 12. Yeah. I, you know, maybe 10 or 12. But, um, yes, uh, I highly recommend Brothers Fish and Chips if you have not been and you like seafood. You definitely have to be a seafood lover, but, you know, one of our favorite restaurants in Westchester. Thank you, Ashley. You can check her out at Big Flavors on Instagram um, because she's the one who introduced us. Big to Flavors this. Tiny Kitchen. Is her blog. Check her out. Um and yes, she has good taste. Yeah. Fair warning, <laughs> we'll be gushing about brothers probably every other episode. So hang tight. This is where it all comes from. All right. Stay tuned. We have more coming up. So this next segment started with an recent article I read about Kit Kat, the Kit Kat bar. Uh, that Nestle's is now launching, which will be costing $17 and is dubbed a luxury bar. So it's called the Kit Kat Chocolatory. It costs $17 a bar and it will allow customers to choose from over 1,500 flavor combinations, personalized packaging, but it's only being sold in the UK. For now, probably. If they do really well, they might bring it over here. But this sounds like a very Euro-British thing, doesn't it? It does. And I like Kit Kats, but it got me thinking, how much are we willing to spend on food? So would I spend $17 for a Kit Kat bar, luxury or not? Probably not. That's a That's a fairly good answer i think for me too but obviously if they think it wouldn't do well they wouldn't do it so there's probably a fair number of people out there that that would say oh you, you get eight fingers of these by the way so your standard Kit Kat bar is what four fingers wide four yeah four little bars you get eight so <laughs> i guess you get twice you get twice as much i mean i'm curious to see what the personalization combination of ingredients and fillings are but I feel like nowadays companies are doing a lot of things just for the wow factor or the trend factor or for people like us to be talking about it yeah well hmm. do we have to buy one to talk about it well we're not going to the UK no we're not hopping on a plane (laughs) to check this out for y'all sorry but then what do we spend our money 
on food-wise? Or what are we willing to spend our money on food-wise? Is what it got me thinking about. So when we do our weekly grocery shopping, I tend to only buy things besides the necessities. So after I menu plan and we have all our dinner ingredients and and lunch and lunch and breakfast things um when we think about all the other things we need so we need cereal or we need snacks for the kids or we need ice cream um or yogurt i'm always buying things that are on sale because we don't have you know commitments to one particular type of thing if yogurt's on sale we're getting we're getting that yogurt. Right. We're not really brand, I guess. All right, we're we're, we're semi-brand conscious. Loyal. Yeah, but we'll buy store brand, which isn't a big penalty like it used to be. No, and that could be a whole other topic on All right, mar- mark that down. <laughs> we'll hit that in, in a future week. But, number one, we're always trying to willing to try new items, mm-hmm. food products. So, you know, something usually a lot of sometimes new brands or products are often on sale. Um, but we just feel like save when you can. I mean, it's ridiculous how one week you go to the grocery store and, you know, the cereal is on sale for $1.99 a box. But if you go the next week, and it's not on sale, different brands on sale, that same cereal can cost you like four ninety nine bucks. Yeah. Alright, so here's a question. How do you how would we spend more? We've we've talked about how to spend less, so we we would have to be loyal to one particular thing and not stock up, right? So we'd have to buy it only when we need it. Right. So buying the cereal that hypothetically cinnamon toast crunch. Okay. <laughs> which if it was me and I ate cereal still, which I don't. Cinnamon Toast Crunch was always my fave. Now, if you didn't have any foresight, and you said, well, listen, I, I need Cinnamon Toast Crunch. We're out of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. We ain't got no Cinnamon Toast Crunch in the house. We have to buy it. Then you're, you're spending five bucks. There's an there easy way go. to spend a bunch of money. Right. If you didn't buy it three weeks ago, and you didn't buy four boxes of it, now see, at a buck ninety nine. If that was the only cereal that you were going to eat when it was on sale for $1.99, I'd buy four boxes. So, to be sure that we would not run out. Okay, so number one, we're not loyal to brands. We're not loyal to specific, you know, offerings that they make. I mean, we may if have General Mills brands, is on sale, but we have a variety. Yeah. Yes. There's there's a fair number of things that we'll buy there. Exactly. Um, and we'll stock up. We we put stuff in the freezer. Ground beef's on sale. True. Bag it up. Chicken's on sale. Bag it up. If you were buying only that week, for, well, I need I need to make burgers this week. Then whatever, whatever price it is, it it is, is. That, that's what it is. And I do try to use a circular to help kind of guide the menu plan. But we were recently away for a couple of days. And one of the things that our kids discovered is that when you're away, you eat out a lot. Yeah. What else are you going to do? And they were actually getting to a point where they were like, we don't want to eat out. Yeah, we're kind of sick of this. Mommy, yeah. mommy makes good food. <laughs> Which was nice to hear. Very nice. But 
kind of hard when you're still away and you need to eat. Um, but they actually became aware of, you know, seeing a restaurant bill. They were like, but you spent so much money on food. Like, you, you don't even spend this much at the grocery store. And it was kind of nice for them to make that connection that, yes, like, when we go away, you end up spending a lot more money than you do when you do your weekly grocery shopping. And that's part of going on vacation. I yeah. think you kind of plan and know that you're going to be spending more because you're eating out basically every meal. And we didn't even go that fancy. We did not. not and it, ad- it all added up pretty quick. It does. But that leads me to the other point that we are willing to spend money on restaurants and food. As we mentioned in our previous segment about Brothers Fish and Chips, like we like doing their tasting menu. And their tasting menu price point is actually on the cheaper side of tasting menus that we've had. Yeah. So nowadays, more for special occasions, just due to time and money, um, tasting menus have become definitely more of a special occasion thing. But that's our luxury. That is. And we are willing to spend 225 plus per person for dinner at uh, Blue Hill Still Marn. Or more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, 11 Madison Park. Uh, some of the places that we've enjoyed tasting menus have closed. Pichelin. Yeah, that um, closed down. Yeah. Um, but you know, that's a one-time thing. You don't get to keep eating it. You get to enjoy it that one time, and that's the event. And it, we'll we'll also consider, you know, travel to be the luxury. Go out and see things. Correct. However, there are some people who would be like, I'm not spending that money on a tasting menu. I'd rather buy a pocketbook. Yeah. Or a pair of shoes for that price. Yeah, two uh, a two or four hundred dollar purse, and Which you get to keep enjoying lasts it longer than the a- meal. Abby said that just today. <laughs> right? Yeah, she did. Why? Why would you get food and then you eat it and then it's done? Right. Why do you buy me some clothes <laughs> and I'll keep wearing them exactly. and I get to keep enjoying them? Exactly. And she has a point. She does. But I guess it all comes down again to personal preference as to, you know, that $17 Kit Kat bar that somebody is going to buy. What do you spend your money on food-wise? What are you willing to spend it on? So drop us a line. Send us a note. Um, email us. What What is your luxury? Yes. Food luxury. I'd love to hear. What is your food luxury? What are you willing to spend the money on? Or travel luxury. Splurge a little. Yes. What's your splurge? Yes. Food or travel wise, what what will you splurge on? So we'd love to hear from you. Please email us at nyfoodiefamilypodcast at gmail.com. Stay tuned. We have our quick hits next. Okay, we're getting ready to wrap things up with our weekly quick hits. Dane, why don't you start us off? First up, it's a uh, small-time show in uh, in the big city. It's 
New York Comic Con, it's a mega show. Sorry, sorry for throwing you off the scent there. Covers the entire Javits Center. If you haven't been, it is a uh, a circus of the best possible kind. Maybe you like dressing up as comic book characters. Maybe you like getting things signed by uh, up-and-coming and famous comic artists. Uh, maybe you like hearing uh, them talk about new comic movies, events, so on and so forth. It's really whatever you want to make of it, but it starts today, October the 3rd, and it runs through this weekend, through the 6th. Um, I won't really be able to tell you much more about it because uh, it's it just gets bigger and bigger every year, so I have not been in a few years myself. But um, free plug, um, Matthew Pallotta, my brother-in-law, is um, has been launching his own company, PKMM Entertainment, and they have uh, two lines of uh, books out, Core, C-O-R, Controlled Organic Robotics, and Law of Resistance. So go check them out at the, uh, at the main level. That's PKMM. And other than that, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of craziness. So if you're into that kind of thing, and a lot of people are, it's packed. Go check that out. Next up, we have a uh, journal news story that might be of interest to local restaurant uh goers yeah so famous hudson valley chef peter x kelly has filed for bankruptcy protection so he is the owner of x2o and yonkers and restaurant x in congers and sadly has filed for the bankruptcy protection um the restaurants are as of now open as usual and i believe that is his goal um he is hoping to reorganize the company and hopefully this will help you know keep him afloat yep. we do love him we really enjoyed our dinner at x2o mm-hmm. and you know it's always fun seeing around at different westchester area food events he's so, at all of them i yeah. mean not that we've been at all of them but wherever we go yeah there's peter is. x kelly and everybody knows who he is so keeping our fingers crossed that you know, he can get through this and his businesses can survive. Much luck with that. Yes. Next up, we got the recent study that red meat is no big deal. Now, I'm a child of the 80s, and we were told that, you know, you got to limit your consumption of all fatty things, bacon and butter and burgers and... Maybe it's not that terrible. So some fairly legitimate studies are out there just published this week that of the uh, 50 plus thousand people that they tested, that there was a really small chance that red meat was uh, a negative on people. So, mm. of course, there's a lot of argument on this. Exactly. I feel like you can find a case study for everything being great and everything being terrible. Yes, exactly. However, I feel like Everything in moderation. They didn't happen to mention how much or... Just moderation and everything. Right. And our opinion is, if you're going to eat something, just eat whatever it is. You know, instead of margarine, just have butter. Right. Don't 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 fake it. Just enjoy yourself. Don't go for the low fat, the low calorie, the diet. Just moderation. Moderation. Seems, Seems pretty fair to me. And finally, something to possibly put on your October to-do list, um, something I had not heard about, are haunted Rondout 
round out boat rides. Up in Kingston, you can take a boat ride out on the river in the dark and you listen to haunted tales as you ride on the river. Are you sure it's not round out? That, that, that I is... know. <laughs> I thought so, but then I'm like looking at how it's written and I'm like... It doesn't look like a good word, does no. it? No. Round out is Rond the place, out sounds up on the better. Up on the Hudson near, near yeah. Kingston. Round out, yes. Okay, correction Even though made. it looks like round out, I'm like, that doesn't sound right. Neither one makes really good <laughs> words, but no. carry on. Round out. Thank you. So these boat rides are taking place October 25th through 27th. They are taking place on Halloween and then November 1st. And they have rides going out at 4, 5, 6, 7, and 8 p.m. Except on Halloween when they only have 5, 6, and 7 p.m. rides. Tickets do need to be purchased in advance. They are $29 for adults and $25 for kids 0 through 12. You are welcome to come in costume. Um, the ride is approximately an hour. And... For the less scary ride, they recommend you do the first 4 p.m. boat ride. Not quite so dark. Not quite so dark and possibly less maybe scary on the storytelling. I'm not sure. But definitely something different um, and the first time I've heard of that. So Sounds like fun. Yes. I don't know if we're going to make up that far. Probably not just do the... the time frame in our October being kind of busy but but if you go to the haunted rondout boat rides yourself please let us know what you think we're uh loving to hear what what everybody else's experience is on on some of these new stuff so that wraps up our 11th episode hooray yes so continue to uh send us your ideas let us know what you're checking out out there and we're always all ears so drop us a line at nyfoodiefamilypodcast at gmail.com and you can always check out our show notes on our blog nyfoodiefamily.com and we'll be back with you next week bye bye